very warm welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Alistair Body, Business Development Director here at Momentum Broker Solutions. Um, today on Momentum Moments, I'm very, very pleased to be joined by Mark Monk from Hallmark Commercial Services Limited based in Essex. Thanks for joining us, Mark. No problem. Good to see you again. So uh, tell us, you, you've got an expen- extensive background working in the insurance market. Tell us how you, you first ended up working in insurance. I completely fell into it by accident, I think, which can be common. Um, Very common, yes. <laughs> I guess with most fields, but particularly insurance, I find. Um, yeah, I was, um, funny enough, I was actually previous to that working in a recording studio because uh, I wanted to be a, um, a session musician and a sound engineer, you know, a guy that sits behind the, the knobs and buttons. Um, and I was doing that for a couple of years, um, you know, whilst at school still. And then I left school and they took me on. And that was great. I was sort of fulfilling an ambition. You know, some people want to be a football player. I wanted to be a musician. Um, um, but sadly, uh, like anything, all good things come to an end. They, the, the, recession, the recession hit at that time. And uh, they had to let me go. And then trying to find a studio and engineering job in London was was very difficult. I went around all the studios, my CV um, in person. Um, I lived on the tube for a couple of weeks. Um, did get a sort of tentative offer in the end. Um, but then I saw um, something in the paper for an insurance clerk, which is what they were called back then for us oldies. Um, you know, they're called all sorts of fancy things now, aren't they? Um, um, and I thought, oh, I did a bit of um, some business studies at school and passed that GCSE. I'll take that as a temporary. And um, when a studio job comes along, I'll, I'll go for it. 32 years later, I'm still here. Um, never went back to the studio uh, job, but, uh, you know, uh, enjoyed uh, enjoyed playing music and pressed a record once and, um, you know, in bands and stuff. So, you know, you can do those things in your spare time and enjoy them. So, um, you know, work-life balance and that. And, and do you continue to do that now today? Yeah, yeah. I still got a little studio down in my cabin where the gym is as well. Um, so yeah, still, still record, still in touch with old bandmates and we send each other stuff via the internet and record and, you know, just, just for fun really more than anything. So, but uh, good, good times really. And what genre would you say, uh, you like to uh, play or perform? Uh, funk music. Um, as a bass player, uh, in, in the band mainly as like sort of funk, sort of slap bass, kind of like level 42, Mark King kind of bass stuff, incognito, that kind of stuff. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in a big thirteen-piece band with brass band, a soul band, and done everything. Yeah, good fun. Fabulous. So, was there a defining moment when you thought to yourself, "Look, this is it. I'm going to go out on my own and um, break free from the, I suppose, the corporate rat race or POYE?" Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, I've been in the business for over thirty years. Um, you know, you get a lot of experience, knowledge, you know, works up greasy pole to sort of associate director and managerial levels and run teams and which is all great. Don't get me wrong uh, if that's what you're about. Um, but I sort of felt something was always missing and niggling at the back of my tiny brain. Um, uh, you get to a point where you kind of either carry on going with the flow or you decide to act and, and, and answer that niggle that's sort of tapping you on the shoulder. And I felt the time was right to do that. And I thought, well, I'm, you know, we all blow our own trumpet. I thought, I'm good at what I do, but I do it for myself. 
Um, you know, you could argue, maybe to be frank, you know, why line someone else's pocket when you can line your own? Um, but, um, uh, you know, I, I felt it was time for change in, in different ways. And, um, you know, like anything, unless you take the leap of faith, you never know. Um, and haven't looked back since. So no regrets, certainly. Uh, it's not for everybody, but uh, for me, it was. And thinking about those, those those moments when you were thinking, right, this is the route I'm going to go down, you know, what was really critical for you to have in place to, to in your mind, ensure the best chance of success? I don't think there's a single thing. I think for me, it's because I'm fussy. It's a multiple of things. <laughs> he laughs, he knows. Um, for, yeah, support, don't get me wrong. Support is the biggest. Um, you, you need a, a really good support network around you. Um, I.e. the team at Momentum. You need, they need to be on a one-to-one level with you. And, and, and that develops. You've got to develop it yourself, but it develops with you. Um, that's critical to any AR. Uh, if you don't have support, uh, forget it. Uh, it's never going to work because um, you can't do everything on your own. Um, you know, clients, love my clients. You know, lots of them followed me. It's brilliant. Still more to come. Um, you know, love engaging with with the clients. That's the best part, really, for me. Um, but, but you know, but definitely support. It's, it's the biggest, you know, fin- financials is not, huge you know you, you can you can start as an AR with a relatively small sum of money you don't need second houses and you know to fund it and stuff like that you can do it and, and there's support for that within momentum you know um talk to your BDM um and um little plug for you there Asta. um but no it's important you know engaging those conversations early on know where where you're going to be um but yeah you you know support 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 that's that's it really that's key and taking the support into the family home how important was it to have the support of your family oh totally you know you you it is um being an ar it is a lonely proposition and can be at times um if you don't have support of your family and friends um, but family predominantly because, you know, they're the ones who support you. If you don't have that, that's, you know, you, you've got the business support. Great. Tick. You need the home support. If you don't have that, you know, if you've got a wife or a partner that's not really sure or nagging or, you know, worried about constantly hassling you every day about the, the money not being posted through the letterbox every day because you're no longer salaried as such. Uh, you've got to get those. You've got to get that in, in check um, before you commit because it will it will. Um, it will get you in the end otherwise. So, yeah, support from home and in business is, is vital. I'll, I'll never forget when we first started talking. Um, I think the whole of the country back in 2020 went into lockdown on the Monday. And uh, two days later, you decided to get in touch and say, hey, look, can we have a conversation? Um, you know, starting a new business can be scary for some, but starting it right at the start of a pandemic when, when there's nothing certain full stop, it must have been bloody scary for you. Yeah, it was terrifying, really. Um, <laughs> terrifying getting we, over We COVID. laugh looking back now. Yeah, but we yeah. do, yeah. <laughs> terrifying at the point where I was still getting over COVID and you kindly um, had me coughing down the uh, the Zoom call probably all the time because I still wasn't well. Um, so terrifying for being ill and, and terrifying for, at that time, I was moving networks. Um, so, um, uh, you know, you, 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 you need to learn about where you're going to go and whether it's going to be the right fit. And, and, and it was, you know, no question from the, from the outset, from the first call, I felt relaxed and, 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 and at home. And then we had further chats, of course, you know, 
with various people within within the team there and the management, obviously Howard and so on, and Matt. Um, uh, you know, but anybody whether they're moving um, networks or starting out, you know, it's important to check that you've got that comfort and that, that and that um, security and confidence in where you're going. It was a tough start for me, wasn't it, when you when you first got yourself going. Mm. Um, you know, we, yeah. we, we look back and you and you must be particularly proud of what you've achieved. But, you know, getting through those early days when you're trying to get your first clients on board, build your network and and create effectively a steady income isn't easy at times. No, it's not easy. No, it's not for the faint hearted. And again, for anybody considering uh, the glamour of thinking they're just going to be get, earning X and then just sitting around and going down the pub you know, every afternoon, it's not like that. Um, um, yeah, uh, and with it being COVID at the time, you know, the, the personal um, meeting of clients was off. Uh, everything was Zoom and Teams and online. Um, I had to adapt the business because my business model had changed completely on, on the kind of clients I was looking at. Um, so it was everything all at once. It was, it was uh, you know, times overwhelming and hard and you just sort of, you finish the day and you then tr- sort of analyse what you've done for the day and you, and you press on and get up and do it again the next day. But it, you know, persistence is just the key. You just keep hammering on doors. And, and clearly having that support network around you is obviously critical to just just totally. to check you're going in the right direction at whatever point it is. Yeah, it's a good soundboard. It's a good soundboard if you just ring the guys, which I do, and just get a taste of whether they think the appetite for a certain thing you're looking at is, is there and they can help. You know, before you do any formal presentations, you don't need to do that. You can you can just speak to them on a one to one, and you'll get a wellness one to one answer. It's either yes or no. Um, generally, it's yes, but if it's a no, there's a real, normally a very good reason why and um, and an explanation. And you know, and uh, you can't you can't sort of chase everything. You know, you mentioned before, you know, when you looked at your original business plan, and because of COVID, you had to look to potentially make a change. Now, mm. for those who are unfamiliar with Mark's story, Mark traditionally is focused very much in the coach and transportation space mm. um, and obviously uh, coaches weren't going anywhere at the start of COVID so no. that must in itself have been just a huge challenge and quite a difficult one to get your head around. It was yeah it was you know leading up to to our chat uh, you know you have in your mind so you know you, your coach and bus and minibus and passenger transport business well and you think yeah okay ducks are in a row yeah we can do this and then sort of COVID hit and then everything locked down um, all the coaches were parked up and laid up for God, you know, God knows how long. Best part of the year, really. Um, and therefore, your customer base has just completely <laughs> melted in in front of your eyes. So, uh, but then you just have to diversify and think, well, what's booming at the moment? And for me, it was haulage because everybody was ordering everything online, and thank God, still are, because everybody's continued being lazy and doesn't go to the shops anymore. Um, um, so the haulage business completely catapulted. Um, and being transport-based broker, it was the ideal thing to just concentrate concentrate more on. Um, and uh, you know, in 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 theory, really, it normally attracts bigger premiums anyway. So it, it kind of happened for a reason. Maybe I don't know. It was a, it was a good it was a good thing out of a bad thing. Um, so um, so yeah, just like anything with business, you have to you have to diversify. You know, some people like writing letters and, you know, sending a quill inked letter. But some, you know, you've got to move with digital times and that means evolving how you make contact with clients as well now. And, um, you know, if you jump on board with those sort of mediums, then um, you, you pick up business that way, as, uh, which I've learned along the way as well, you know. so You talked earlier about support and how important that is. And one of the things which 
it's been very clear from the very first time I spoke to you, Mark, is about the importance of partnerships. You know, you, you talk about evolving your business, but the one thing which I know is, is fundamental and it's, it's in the DNA of Hallmark and Mark is, is creating strong partnerships and using those to fundamentally deliver the solutions that both your clients need and obviously the solutions needed for Hallmark. Yeah. Talk me yeah. through your view on partnerships specifically. Oh, partnerships are key as well to your, your success and to grow the business, you know, organically. Um, you know, you'll always get recommendations, which are great, but, you know, they run out in time or, you know, they're, they're few and far between maybe, depending on what you do. Um, but networks are great, um, you know, to tap into local networks of business and regional, um, you know, sort of um, – I found some some really good networking opportunities through um, telematics companies, uh, finance asset finance companies, uh, driver training companies. Um, the driver tra- funny little stories. The driver training one came through a- an old um, contact that I had that we'd we'd sort of lost contact, and I went for <laughs> being fifty now and being old. I went for a routine prostate test which isn't a finger up the boss name um you'll probably edit that out um i, 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 I didn't know they did that at driver training mark <laughs> only if you're nice to them um um and it's just a routine blood test thank god nothing uh, nothing too um uh, vigorous um and i happened to sit next to this particular old acquaintance of mine and um we got chatting and oh christ how are you and blah 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 and as a result of that i'm now doing their insurance and um i give regular talks to their um the drivers and business owners that are in for driver training and um we we have a nice little um recommendation thing going between us so it, not that everybody should go well everybody should go for a prostate blood test if you're a certain age but um networks we go back to the right subject networking is is, is key and pivotal to any ar success um absolutely get out there and do it and I suppose the other thing, just to add to that, is you never know where a business opportunity might uh, totally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're exactly come here about. For that word. <laughs> <laughs> totally. uh, I met a, met, a, met a guy once upon a time who, who, who said, no matter where he was and what he was doing, he would simply ask the question of the person he was sitting beside. So exactly the same story. I mean, obviously you knew the individual involved, mm. but you know what? You never know where the opportunity is, so just talk. The more totally. you talk, and the more more you uh, introduce yourself, the more opportunities you present. So that's totally, a fantastic yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. So t- tell us, Mark. You know, you you you're still heavily involved in the coach and transportation world. That's that that is what you do, and you do it very very well. You know, what is the outlook at the moment for that that sector post COVID? Yeah, I think it's it's slowly getting there. Um, uh, you know, getting some new venture inquiries, but they're they're tentative. I think with with any industry at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think um, from speaking to 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 the clients, there are green shoots of it coming back. I don't think a lot of them are really back to how they were. Um, I know a lot of the larger companies. Um, we've seen some companies fail and they've gone. Um, you know, companies that had huge uh, levels of vehicles and you know high finance and stuff like that they've been and gone um but i, I think it's slowly coming back and you, again you can just tell by being on a motorway sad as it is you see you spot your clients and you see them um still see much more haulage than i do coach and bus out there um but it, it's getting there i'd say person my personal view it's about 65 70 percent recovered i still don't think it's quite what it was um but i think maybe in another 12 months it will 
it will come back. And I think, again, a, a testament to that is the Coach and Bus show this year. It's not on because the um, I've, I believe the, the manufacturers have been numbers have pulled out. Um, so, yeah, so I think I think it'll be another year or two before it really recovers and you get those big, big shows at the NEC again and um, all this kind of investment that goes with it. I think that the, the industry has been being cautiously careful, which I understand. So. And, and the insurance industry has in itself gone through quite a tough time over the last, certainly the last 24, 36 months. And if you look at what's specifically happening in motor insurance and uh, the, the, the problems with the supply chains, parts, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what's your take on that and, and what the outlook is specifically for motor insurance? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. Um, definitely finding diff, uh, difficult. It was always difficult to get parts and uh, you know, stuff like that. But I think post-Brexit, post-COVID, um, you know, I went to see a client about renewal at his home um, a couple of weeks ago and he had two large windscreens in his hallway <laughs> that he went and got himself from from somewhere abroad. Um, it's really difficult to get parts, you know, that, that's adding to the delays, um, you know, which isn't good. Um, it's, a, it's a market-wide thing. It's not just specifically my clients. It's 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 the whole country. Um, it's really difficult, and I think with those delays, it's adding to to claims costs, which then in turn is adding to premium costs, which we hear about hardening market. I think in motor, that's up and down. Um, you know, certainly commercial businesses more I find hardening market than the motor, um, but they are there. They are coming. I think. I think it's going to be a tougher time. You know, and if you go as low as car insurance, specific car insurances, I think I saw a thing the other day in the press that typical premium increase can be 500 quid a head. Um, I, I don't doubt it. I think they've probably been too low for too long. As, and now it's been, you know, everybody's, the insurers are playing catch up with that because uh, of repair costs in itself. But I think that will that will slowly factor into uh, fleet business and ease, really. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be a difficult um, time for for the motor fleet market in the next 12, 24 months. And is there any, any thoughts or recommendations for anyone listening to this who, who might be affected by that? How do they minimise the potential increases in premium and what, what you can do to potentially help? Yeah, totally. Uh, invest in their own business. I think gone are the days are some clients blame the broker for taking high commissions. They blame insurers for, you know, taking too much premium. Uh, but again, it's about mitigating your losses as much as you can as an operator. I'm sure operators will listen to this as much as brokers. and um, You know, do as much as you can. Um, have really good driver training. Have really good telematics. Have good camera systems. Have camera systems. Don't, don't scrape on that. Um, because if you can prove that you weren't at fault, or you prove a number of occupants in a vehicle or the type of collision or whether it's a staged accident. You know, these things come to bite people uh, after the event and then their premiums go crazy and then they install a camera system or a telemetry. Yeah, after the event, it's just absolutely no good to you at all. Um, yes, it is painful in investment in paying out for these things, but I don't think you can be without. I think it's as, as important as having insurance now. I don't think you can be without these systems because um regardless of who you go to not just necessarily one of my my business networks but anybody out there um you protect yourself as much as you can um you know have driver um driver incentive schemes uh penalty schemes you know reward them for reporting accidents at the scene if they can if it's safe to do so 
you know, encourage those kind of things. Not in, not encourage accidents, but in, encourage just the reporting crisis itself. Because I think a lot of drivers are are scared possibly to, to to report. And then there's nothing worse in a month after the event getting a letter in saying you've got a vehicle that's been hit at low velocity, and they've been in a in a higher vehicle for for a month. And um, it's the taxi, you know, it's the taxi meter scenario. The meter's been running for a month, and it's going to cost you more. So. Um, yeah, have a full accident, but report it at day one. We'll get you in a vehicle. You know, we'll, we'll pay for it and, and we'll keep it as cheap as we can. And if you've got your camera footage, we can prove there was one occupant and not 10 all claiming whiplash, this, that, and the other. You know, it's 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 kind of common sense, but some some clients just need educating to the, the, the importance of it. And it will hit them in the pocket if they don't have these systems and, 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 and simple things in place. As a business owner, three and a half years into uh, starting your business, um, well, not quite, but I suppose yeah, she's there or thereabouts, isn't it? But uh, d- does does being a business owner help you relate to other business owners, as in clients, a lot better? Yeah, totally. I, I think you um, you feel their pain because you're in the same situation. Um, you know, if they don't work, they don't eat. It's the same for you as a business owner. Not quite. It's not like I don't look hungry. Um, but it, it's that scenario. It makes you hungry for business. Um, um, you know, if you look at your days when you're, you're salaried, it's great. You know, there's, there's money being posted for your letterbox every month, whether you whether you earn it or not, it's still there. Um, and it's a terrible thing to say, but I think for a lot of people, that's true. They just, it's just, just, just oh, it's magic. There it is. It's the 25th. I've been paid. But when you're a business owner, I think you see it from an entirely different perspective. Um and you appreciate business a hell of a lot more. You appreciate your customers wholeheartedly and um, and you will do anything for them. You will pick up the phone at seven o'clock in the evening when you're halfway through your tea because that business is important to you. Um, you know, uh, it's it, you do see it. You do see it from every angle. You, do, you see it from when you was employed right the way through to having your own business and, and, and running the show yourself. And I suppose, you know, looking at you, yourself, Pre-COVID, funny enough, I did my best work at, you know, six o'clock in the morning. Um, I look at how I manage my day now, and I find I'm doing my best work now in the evening. Um, So, um, you know, everybody works differently. And I suppose the joys of being self-employed is you're not forced to be sitting at your desk at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, You you, you can work around, A, your clients, and B, your own personal needs and requirements. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, if a client wants to see, you know, I've got a networking meeting next Wednesday, that's at 6.30 in the morning. You know, and that for me is when I'm getting up for the gym. So I'll be up really early that day. But then I'll probably finish early that day because I'm not going to sit there till five like a zombie on, you know, caffeine. And what's the point? No one's going to get anything out of me for that. So, um, you know, in the days of answering to a boss and saying, please, thank you. Can I stay or go? can I go? Well, that's gone. You are the boss, um, which I love. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's times that you, you will do the early or the late. Um, but then there's times that you, you know, you'll think I'm going to finish early today. It's a lovely day. I'm going to take the dog for a walk. Clear your head. You come back refreshed, you know, focused. You think about things away from the office. Uh, you've got your phone in your pocket. It, you're contactable. You can be on holiday halfway around the world. People can still get hold of you. It's no issue. Um, you know, work-life balance is key to being a good AR. Um, and avoiding burnout is very important, especially in the first six to twelve months. It's 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 probably very easy to fall into that trap, and I'm sure most most people do, and most people say they have. 
um my advice would be just be very careful of it because uh, you know if you're taking your business to the dinner table and you know having a pop at the wife or the kids because you didn't pick that particular case you know don't don't worry about it it's they deal with it tomorrow there's more cake don't never go never go switching off with it bothering or festering uh, in your brain and never go to bed on it you know just tomorrow's another day let's, let's let's do another bit of business for someone else tomorrow that really wants to do business and that's let's concentrate on those guys and i suppose the beauty of working with somebody like momentum or partnering with momentum is is that there are 90 other um brokers or ars and, and, and who have been through the same journey or are going through that journey themselves so having those yeah. relationships and connections are incredibly important in regards to sense checking where you are totally yeah again it's not just about the back office guys um and as great as they are you know i was even emailing um uh, when i was doing my accounts the other night quite late and i was getting emails back from from one of your members of staff which is great on some bits that we're, we're catching up on um which is you know that's unbelievable and i don't i wouldn't expect that but it just so that the time you both both of us being extremely sad we're both working but um which we both commented on but um but no, the, the, the ARs, yeah, I, I've made some really good connections with um, some other ARs, which again, I know that when we when I started with COVID, you had little groups, little video groups. And that, that helped me at the time because I didn't know anybody and I hadn't met anybody, I hadn't even met you or, or Howard or Matt or anybody at that time. And that, that did help. Um, and I, I strongly suggest anybody does that if that's still available. Um, um, but um, the, the conference... Uh, the first momentum conference and my first conference with momentum was brilliant I made some really good um connections um with other ars which still have today um we chat about business uh you know good and bad um you know we, we all have moans and niggles um thankfully few and far between um just see how their business is doing you know because they're all in different businesses to me um and it's it's handy knowing how they're they're going and how they're doing what their aspirations are and how they want to grow and and what they're doing and you know uh, on a personal level we, we've got to know really well a few of them and it's brilliant and 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 some some people coming in that have joined the network recently which is great as well um seeing how they're they're flourishing and um yeah i think it's really important and uh, for me the the conference was brilliant for that because it was literally everybody under one roof staff and and ar so um you know, if there are any ARs joined or joined or haven't been, again, a little plug for that for you, they should go. I mean, so. thinking back to your business plan when you first wrote it, obviously, uh, you, you were talking around coach at the time and then things sort of moved a bit into the, the haulage space. But has the, anything else changed or is anything or is it pretty much what you envisage it being from day one being what it is today? Uh, I think, it, you know, I think it does. I, I think business plans are great on as a theory exercise um and you will refer to it no doubt you should just to kind of gauge where you think you are or where you think you need to be um but you have to you change daily you know with the business you know uh, you have to diversify you have to look at different classes of business as long as you're comfortable with those and can give the right advice of course um if not lean on your fellow ars and momentum you know for guidance and help uh, which i have you know, there's, just because we're ARs, it doesn't mean we know everything. Far from it. It's, it's still a learning process. Um, I, I, I took some really good advice from some other ARs um, and Momentum staff. 
um, you know, the guidance is great. And um, I think the, the support's there. We do support each other. So, um, yeah, you just you just be prepared to, to adapt. Be a bit of a chameleon, really. Absolutely. Do you remember your first client? <laughs> um, I don't, actually. That's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry to whoever they are. <laughs> I'm sure they were brilliant. <laughs> I'm sure you told them at the time that they were yeah, your first yeah, client. They were but, brilliant. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're, you're allowed to forget things like yeah, that when it's doing so well, Mark. So we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> How important is it uh, to work closely with not only your local community, but also work closely with um, the industry sectors that you like to um, obviously um, attract as clients? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's vital to work with your local, local, you know, your local businesses. There's plenty of them. Um, you know, I'm one of them <laughs> um, to them. Um, so, you know, small businesses are the backbone of the country still, thankfully. Um, uh, and I think that get that gets forgotten. Uh, I think people concentrate so much on these uh, huge client, you know, huge companies like McDonald's and Google and Tesla and stuff. But, um, but yeah, uh, you know, and networks, um, professional networks are great, um, you know, within the chosen field that you decide to work within and, and, and cater for so yeah I keep in touch with all the relevant people that you should um just to see what's going on mainly in in, in the main but um you know if you, you can offer your assistance as a professional insurance broker then um, the opportunities will come from those as well yeah thank you very much uh, for joining us today mark we've we've run out of time um it's been incredibly insightful and i'm sure those who are listening will obviously have found the same um, appreciate your really honest and frank conversation, um, you. which, you know, it's, sometimes that doesn't happen on these podcasts, but today's been another great example of that. So oh, thanks Thank once again. No, pleasure. We genuinely do. We genuinely do wish you all the very best with the business, and I'm sure it will continue to grow from strength to strength. So Great stuff. Thank you. Me too. Thanks. Thanks once again, Mark. So Thanks. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for joining me today. Um, there's more episodes available for you to listen to if you subscribe to Momentum Moments wherever you find your podcasts or listen on our website, momentumsolutions.co.uk slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Look forward to catching up soon. <laughs>